welcome to the Vault Studios NFL Podcast, an Australian twist on all things NFL. The boys are cracking into a nice cold beer from Burnley Brewing. Let's join them. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, J.A., and I'm joined by two champions, as always, Richie Garraway, Darren Johnson. How are you, boys? Excellent, mate. Going hey, very well, buddy. Very well. Hey, DJ, remember when we did the Sunday night live show? Not particularly. It's been a whole 24 hours with a few beers in between, but go ahead. Do you remember when, <laughs> when I said I had a feeling? Do you remember it? I do. And you know what? As a Giants homer, I thought that you were mad, but I'm now yeah. thinking that you are Nostradamus. I was right again. Three in a row. I've had a feeling. I've been right. The Ravens shouldn't have won that game two weeks ago. The Giants should not have won that game against the Saints. I'm, I'm going to put money on your weird-ass feeling for next week. I had a feeling. Let's go. You know, I didn't have a feeling about the Steelers. <laughs> no, you did have a feeling about the Steelers. They just lose. the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We've got a loaded show tonight. Uh, we're going to start in a second with the Patreon wheel spin. Um, thank you to our friends at Burnley Brewing for their constant support. Thank you to our friends at Dark or our friend Dylan at Dark Horse Electrics. Love your work, Dill. Um, catching up with him tomorrow, so I can't wait to see him. It's been a couple of the construction issue when it shuts down. You just you miss all your brothers, your brotherhood. You know, just want to get around each other and just protest and break shit. Well, lucky, lucky you've got a good union there to support you. Yeah, go the union. Fucking moron. Um, <laughs> that's it. No more politics talk. That's it. Uh, Richie, US sports gear. And gridiron season's been pushed back in Victoria um, till January. Um, there is going to be a season. So if you want your gear, ussportsgear.com.au, get in there, get your equipment, plus some. Uh, I'm still, I was looking at those helmets of the night, Rich. I'm going to pull the trigger soon. I can feel it. I can feel it. Pull the trigger soon. Uh, let's quickly get up, though. Let's add to the stream the wheel spin. Obviously, how it works, guys. First Come is the Patreon, the, the Wise jersey. Um, Sorry, first pick of the wise jersey or a box of beer from Burnley Brewing and a stubby holder, which looks like that. Really cool little stubby holder. Um, so I'll spin it and let's see who gets the first come choice. Come on, lucky seven. Oh, come on, Bobby. Oh, it's Ryan. Oh, Ryan. As he's, we were just yes, talking, we, the, we were Ryan's talking about Ryan. So Ryan's owed a box of beer. I wonder what he's going to pick now. Um, you might not pick two boxes of beer. Let's go. He would fit the shirt, but I don't know if he'd be happy about the colours. <laughs> Let's go to the next one. Uh, it's the second choice for the month. Scotty Ditcham. There you go. He's Scotty's first win as well. So uh, thank you to everyone who's in that. Really appreciate it. Also, a couple of new ones this week. Sparkle Main. Um, you guys won't. What a great name. name. It's from Bluey. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's old Sparkle Man. He got in, and 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 Jess Burns. So thanks for the two new guys that signed up. Uh, we're two away, two away because we, we lost one unfortunately. But we're two away. Ah, uh, I was going to say yeah, we we're close. Yeah, very close, very close. But we are two away from two a month. So awesome stuff. Thanks everyone gets involved. It, it does go a long way to help in the studio. And there's some good stuff coming up in the next month. I'm picking up some stuff on Thursday, so I'll announce the next month one on Thursday when I've got it in my hands because I don't like doing it before it's in my hands. So that's it for Patreon. Uh, let's get straight into it, Richie. Let's go. The news. I've got the wrong thing up. <laughs> on the screen. It's on the screen, Richie. I've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. 
Speaking of uh, great things, Andy Reid is now the only coach to win 100 games with two different clubs, of course, starting his head coaching career at the Eagles and now with the Chiefs. Um, DJ, pretty impressive effort. Mate, Andy Reid is one of those just like absolute foundation posts of the NFL. Like he's cheeky, amazing, sneaky, amazing. Say Bill Belichick obviously is an absolute goat, and there's a few names that get bandied around. But Andy Reid has been around for forever, and 100 wins is such a humongous achievement. He played at the, he obviously coached the Eagles during a patch where they weren't awesome as well. So, what a period of years to toil. Um, the man had a long history of being a choke artist, which I'm really, really glad that he got to break that with the Chiefs. Um, and I think he is 100% a Hall of Famer uh, going into the coaches' halls of fame. What do you reckon? Couldn't agree more. He thinks he's a top, definitely a top five coach all time. I find it hard to rate guys because I never saw Lombardi, Landry, those sorts of legendary coaches go about it. Um, but certainly in the modern era, um, what he did with the Eagles, what he you know took them to a Super Bowl, tons and tons of winning seasons. I think, yeah, just to win 200 games in the NFL with one team would have been impressive. So the fact he's done it with two and people are going to say, oh, he was blessed by Patrick Mahomes. He had Alex Smith before Patrick Mahomes. He made him a great quarterback. Um, everywhere he's gone, he's made players better. He's made players better. Um, he's got a lot of respect in the league. And yeah, superstar. Definitely a Hall of Fame coach when he decides to call it. But I, I reckon by the time he calls it, he'll have a couple of more Super Bowls up his sleeve because he's, he's blessed to have Patrick Mahomes. Oh. Absolutely. I think he might go for a few more years, a couple more Super Bowls, and he might push that, you know, he might push himself up into that envelope of, you know, top one or two. Big call. Big call. Next, Jay, the Jets finally get their first win. Uh, Good to see. I'm I'm happy. I'm happy for them because it's been a rough existence in, uh, in New York. Actually, both New York teams won this week. Well, this, this, is, this, is the upset. this is the upset of the week as well. So we're just doing it a bit earlier, but their win over the Titans. I, I was watching this game and even when it got into the, the overtime and the Jets, you know, they, when they kicked that field goal and the Titans and drove down, everyone's saying, oh, it's just going to be a tie. There was something telling me the Jets are going to win this. It just wasn't the Titans day. They were missing AJ Brown. They were missing Julio Jones. They... They couldn't get Derrick Henry going, but then at times he got going. It was just one of those days that just nothing went their way. There was penalties. There was bad, you know, dumb, broken plays that just allowed them to lose yards. Bad sacks. Bad deep, like the deep ball they allowed to Corey Davis, where you know um, Wilson's running around and then points for him to go deep and then just launches it up and he catches it. Like that sort of stuff doesn't happen to teams every week. And I think the Titans just just copped a bad week for injuries and then on top of that, some things didn't go their way. But um, Wilson, what we've said all along is his arm talent is incredible. The, he's got the best arm talent out of all these rookies. Probably the probably the last couple of years of quarterbacks, like you know Burrow, all those guys. Not many guys can throw the ball the way he does, and he's very good on the move. Um, there's a future there with with him. It's the first time I felt that. You know, you saw Darnold his first few games; he was really bad. Um, kind of the first time they just had a quarterback for a long time that I think, yeah, this guy's going to be good. Um, and I think Salah's a good coach. I think he's done a good job there. He doesn't have a lot of talent. They've been fairly competitive in some games. Um, they're very young, but they're building the right way. And I, I hope this is the sign of things to come for the Jets because they've had such a such a slump for a long time. So fingers crossed, but we'll see. But yeah. great, great to see a team get their first win and, and do it as the upset of the week as well. Absolutely. As you saw, like we spoke about it over the weekend on Sunday at predictions is that the Jets have actually stuck stuck with a few teams surprisingly 
and then lost, mainly because of a couple of turnovers. And it looks like the fact their offense has actually started to play to make play calls to actually suit Zach Wilson as opposed to going for the money shot every play. So they actually played like an actual um, cohesive unit this week, which was a nice thing to see. Um, and they got the, like I said, they held that offense to a pretty decent scoreline. And if you have a look at the stats, like Tannehill still had a better passing record than Wilson did. Henry still rushed for over 100 yards. What well, they had no one receivers. of their receivers. No, oh, that's, well, that's true. Well, Corey injury. Davis still caught, he, he went for a, over 100 yards. So, um, and Corey Davis isn't a slouch, but he's obviously not AJ Brown or um, Julio Jones. But so they actually still did pretty plays, well. And the he Jets... also plays for the Jets, so it would be hard for him to replace the production. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, that makes actually a lot more sense on my stat line, doesn't it? So. <laughs> Yep. I was going to let it go, but I couldn't. I no, couldn't. please don't. Because well, Corey Davis obviously started his career at the Titans, didn't he? He did, yes. And yes. I just looked at the stat line and went, revenge Corey Davis is finally, is finally having a good game. It only so took two, a wide receiver one and wide receiver two to be injured, but that makes a lot more sense now. It's just um, clicked it was a revenge game for me. We should have picked the Jets on Sunday night. Revenge games always. You always win revenge yeah. games. It's the football and like ball. I said, I didn't actually get to see that highlight, and I actually thought they had no receivers that scored 100. And I went, oh, well, the stats don't lie. But um, the uh, person reading we, them, obviously. <laughs> I think we should get out of this one. Let's move on. <laughs> let's go, let's uh, go. Denver Broncos head coach Vic Fangio sooks it up like a massive crybaby girl as the Ravens run an extra play with no time on the clock to keep a hold of a rushing record. Uh <laughs> J.A., what do you think here? I think he was a massive sook about it. Why would they not? Like, they didn't think they'd get the ball back. Like, Fangio was at the Baltimore Ravens a long time ago in the late 90s. Why sook about that? It's not like they ran down and scored on you. Like, like he should have let them get the three yards. Like, for fuck's sake, Brett Favre gave Strahan the sack record. He gave it to him on fucking toast. He just fell over. and Roll out. Record. So that fell over in front of him. He should have said to him, there's three seconds left. Hey, we'll, we'll give you five. Continue your record. Like, they do it all the time. And then he, they sook it. And then, when, did you see when they asked Harbrow about it and said, this is what he said? He's shocked. He was like, yeah, I don't really, I'm not going to lose sleep over it, but who cares? Like, did stop it. I've, I've got the exact quote here where he said, yeah, it was kind of bleep, but I expect that from them. 37 years in pro ball, and I've never seen anything like that, but it's to be expected. It's what we expected. 37 years, and that's the worst thing he's seen? Spam. I saw what worse about, on the weekend. About, what about when the bloody, was it the Bucks that used to blow up the, the kneel downs? Remember when yeah. the Bucks used to blow up the kneel? When, was, was it, who was the coach? Greg Sciano? Uh, it was from Rutgers. Um, yeah, Sir, Greg yeah, Sciano. Yeah. He used to blow up the kneel downs and try and force fumbles on him. Like, Fuck off, Vic. I actually lost a lot of respect for him. He could have had the chance to be like, ah, oh, who cares? The record, they got the three yards. I don't really care. It's not like they scored. Who cares? It doesn't bother Mate, The difference is he was, he was upset. Yeah, he, he was, was upset because they, they lost the close. They lost. They yeah. lost a game, and look, everyone the knows that emotions. Exactly right, I, and that's yeah. the thing. Unfortunately, coaches can see red for a long time because they don't have the capacity to go out and seek vengeance, you know, on the field. So he's obviously yeah. was a bit angry, um, and he just had a, he just made a statement. I'm sure that he'll say something about it later on in the week when he gets asked it a hundred times. Um, but in saying that, things like that are literally just kind of a gentleman's agreement, um, you know, that if you're 
lose it. If you're winning by over 20 points, you don't go for an onside kick. Um, you know, all those kind of things where you think, well, it's a bit of a dick move. Um, but who cares? But this like, wasn't that. No, well, that's exactly right. It wasn't that at all. And they were like, well, was he, you know, t- trying to score again to run up the score? Like, what an asshole. Yeah, he and literally really... ran to the sideline. Lamar I, I saw running. He, ran. he, he literally ran three yards. Five, yeah. What about five all yards. the... Five yards. They also had like, four late hits on Lamar Jackson in the game too, the, the Broncos. Like, that's worse. It's it's crap. Anyway, but I, 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 I don't think... I said, I don't think Harbaugh is going to lose any sleep over it. The Ravens do have that bit of a reputation, though. They're a bit like that, but I don't know. I don't see it. I think they're just tough. They run the ball well, and they're going to they're forty three next week. If they run for hundred yards in a game, they will break the record with forty four straight games of hundred yards rushing, which is incredible. And I think they'll do it. I think they'll do it easy. And don't forget, Lamar Jackson's a young QB. And what the young players need, they need they need accolades. They need something to play with. They need something to play for. And if this is pumping his their absolute franchise quarterback and potential MVP quarterback, they need to pump up his tires somehow. Give that to him. Like every day of the week, Harbour's reaction is completely the way to go. Just it was so Whatever. funny. He was like, it was like the biggest power move ever. He's like, I don't care. Yeah, like, <laughs> better, better thing if he said it was 23 to 7. <laughs> yeah. What's his name again? Viv? Yeah. Viking? What's his name? Yeah. Vi- Vice Fango. Vice Fango doesn't know what he's talking Who's about. Who's this guy? What is he? assistant coach or something. I don't know him. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on, gents. We now turn our attention to Urban Meyer and the quagmire he has found himself in. I- I just don't even know where to start with this one. Um, I feel so bad for him, Rich. I don't. Okay. No, no, stop. Everyone stop. I'm going first then. If you want to pull that out, DJ, I'm going first. I do. I just this feel, guy, I feel ill. his entire career at all his stops is just marred with incidents, grossness. This guy is not somebody to feel sorry for. This isn't even the worst thing he's done at... Jacksonville, and he's been there less than four, like four games. He hired that strength and conditioning coach, Chris, what's his name? Chris Doyle, who is embroiled in a racial discrimination lawsuit from his last job. Yep, that's a good hire. Nice one. And that was already out there when he hired him. All the stuff that went on in Florida. There were issues at Ohio State as well. Urban Meyer, all he cares about is one thing is winning. He is not winning in Jacksonville. He will be, I'm telling you, I don't know if he's going to make the end of the year. I, so I, have to dis- I have to disagree at one point, Rich. He also cares about the women. <laughs> <laughs> His wife married. is liking all the posts, calling him a dog. I, yeah, I did see that on the news today. children and grandchildren. Like, I'm sorry, man. And then his, his statement when he came out today and was like... Yeah, there's people that they wanted to have a photo with me and then, you know, they bought me drinks and they wanted to drag me onto the dance floor. I should have just left. Do you know what the biggest fucking travesty was with all that? Do you know where you should have been, Urban? Whatever name that is. Back in fucking Florida with your team that's on fucking four. Coaches would be losing sleep over that. Coaches, you are Sean McVay what, what he's doing on a day-to-day after game day. I guarantee you he's watching film Because it's all going no, well. I, I was, I was no, going to say, not. I think Sean McVay might be the only exception at the moment. Yeah. No, he's mentioned. He is going back. He's sleeping at the bloody the, the, the facility. This is this is the NFL. And we make this joke every week that you know you don't get to play Purdue in the NFL, unfortunately. He's he's not cut for the NFL. I'm telling you right now. And I put a post up today about it and we got some fishies. We had some bites. 
Um, but he's not cut for it. And he's not, yeah, oh, you know, everyone's, you know, they, 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 he, no one expected they should be winning. They've got a bad team. I'm like, so do the Bears. They've, they've won two games. I was going to say, the, Tex- the Giants the Texans, just had a win. Yeah, the Texans are the the. Worst Joe Judge is the one in the strip club just throwing dollars. Yeah. Joe Judge is happy. He just saved his fucking Joe career. Judge loves it. But this is what I mean. Like, <laughs> cut me the crap. You're a you're a father and a grandfather. You're married still. If you're a single old dude, then I'd probably be like, oh, let him have some fun. He's married. He knows that someone's going to film him. It is 2021, mate. You're going to get filmed. Switch well, from the, the some of the decisions on. he's made this year, he actually might not know that. I got, I've got um, no time for him, and I am dead set on the track. He's one and done. He, so and I'm I, I'll, you, he I'll may not make it. I'll defend my initial statement of saying I feel sorry for him because I, I feel sorry for everyone in this position where they go from, I guess, being a college coach where they're, you know, they get pretty much exclusive rights to VIP status in those actual states and when they're a college coach. Um, and then they go into the NFL and it is a huge change of pace. It's a huge change to all of your scheming. Um, and it's probably the step is probably it's so gigantic that not a lot of people are ready for it. Um, Joe Judge took a year at least to get under his feet. And I still don't think he's really got there just yet. Matt Rule has taken How many a year to really... Joe Judge have grabbing young girls' asses while they're grinding on exactly. it. Well, that's yeah. look, 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 no one, you don't feel sorry for you're, anyone you're that behaves that way. Side of it. Yes, I'm talking about the football yeah. side of it. Yeah. And I guess that you know, your spelling of D-A-W-G is he is a dog. I can't understand <laughs> that it is in relation to his behavior, J A. Um <laughs> but he's, if you got to work that quick. People in that NFL, position, people oh, that's a, I think I think the transition from college to NFL is just as hard for coaches as it is with players. And there's so many players that get drafted that just fizzle out and do shit. Whereas the coach is obviously under such a huge amount of scrutiny that I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if any of our college to NFL coaches they fail after two years, um, mm. and I think he is actually destined to fail this year, and they're going to give a high level pick to the GM and the new coach for next year, yeah. um, which is sad for Lawrence because I feel really bad that Trevor Lawrence, who is theoretically going to be the franchise QB there, that he's not going to have consistency when it comes to who's holding the reins. So um, I feel sorry for Jacksonville. Yeah, of course. Um, it, and happens to so many. I, I will just say again before we move on, and it's completely off topic, with just a Jacksonville topic. Adam Gotts is having a great season. Actually, True. he's been really good. I watched the whole game the other on Thursday night. He's playing really well, getting a ton of snaps too. That's so good to see. Good to see Aussie's doing it. Are you ready for the thirty for thirty, Rich? <laughs> Brain versus, uh, Bill. Uh, it was a good joke. Um, and I'm not reading out your next part that Brady was the reason that, that it's <laughs> 30 to 30, Brady so versus unfair. Bill. Brady was oh, the I, reason. I, I, I yeah. had a crack at JA all Sunday, Rich, about that. <laughs> it's, Bill I mean, they were together for what? 15? No. He's been like 22 years. Is his 22nd year in the NFL? No, it's okay. his 20th, is it? 18. That whole time, it's like, it's a while. Really but if, you, if you look at early in his career, he was playing like McCorkle's playing now. They never let him throw deep. McCorkle is clearly not allowed to throw it deep because he never does. It's yeah. all about check downs and crossing routes and don't make a mistake, blah, blah, blah. We'll win it with the scheme, all the rest of it. And that is clearly what Brady did. The start, those first three Super Bowls, go back and look. It was the defense. It was not Brady throwing 50 touchdowns, which he did later in his career. And McCorkle looks exactly the same. 
So I'm prepared to say physically and it's not Bill, football. It's not Brady. It was both of them throughout. Yes, and take that, Jay. Really now we can now one. we can have a consensus vote, Rich, because I it was a fifty fifty vote on Sunday. <laughs> I say the exact same thing that there is absolutely no way to judge that whether it was one or the other. And JA went on a rant about <laughs> it absolutely No, is. I went on a rant about the narrative. <laughs> this is the narrative that's going to be created now. Because he now owns the head to head. He's beaten every team in the league now, the only player to do it. It's also like it's a pretty strong case, right, that you leave a team, go to another team, and win a Super Bowl immediately. Like, it's not a it's not a bad argument that he was he was more of the reason than Belichick. No, like, it's look, stupid. I, I I think the bigger the biggest loser out of all this situation is Josh is Josh McDaniels, and I'm so happy about it. So happy. About it. <laughs> right, you're so still it's still super cold. Oh, super I dirty about it. what he did to the Colts. Is though oh, yeah. this game ended? Thing to do. But this game ended with a ricochet off an upright, which could have so easily have gone in. And then what would you have been saying? Bill was the reason? Bill was the reason, of course. No, like, it, it definitely Tom Brady. Science. <laughs> it's obviously just science. It's a stupid I, I, topic. What, what, what I did like about it all was, you know, they had their hug, the, the quickest hug in the history of the game. Bill Belichick never hugged someone after a game anyway. So that's huge that he just did that. And then they also know, caught Brady up for 27 minutes exactly. after the game. He, he, he was late for his press conference because they were catching up. So this How good is the photographer, though? Him. The photographer got the best snap that actually looked like that he was owning that hug. I loved that. And they showed a video and you're literally <laughs> like, wow. <laughs> he owns him everywhere. But like, I, I don't know. I think that's that's nice to me. Because I, I think Belichick is a bit of a facade. I do believe that. I think he actually tries harder to keep the facade than he, than he needs to. I think he can probably relax. But it's just not him. And I enjoy that. I, and I enjoyed that they were off having a catch-up. I think that's nice. And there's obviously a strong relationship there. The, the, the divide room is obviously bullshit. Like, I think he wanted to leave just as much as they wanted him to leave at that point. They were happy to just part ways and go and see where it, where it took them because they needed. They had to, to make it. They had to make Brady's that decision at some left. point. He, he, he's gonna he's gonna he's gonna not play at some point, and if he gets five more years out of him, then wow, like wow. But I tend to think it'll be this year, maybe next, or probably no, it's next. Gonna be, it's gonna be the Bucks That'll versus the Giants Super Bowl in twenty twenty nine against Arch that- Manning. That you know they can't happen, right? Because they're both in the NFC. Same. Oh, DJ, you're having a bad night. We're moving on. <laughs> I'm a bad night. We're, going, <laughs> we're going to. I'll go. So I think you're the Patriots, not the Bucks. My bad. Our, our, <laughs> our favorite Steelers fan, Skinny. It just keeps getting worse for him, as predicted on this show preseason. But JA, please, what did you send this week? What a wonderful game this morning. Najee Harris developing well. TJ Watt menacing on D, and our twenty two, our twenty twenty two starting quarterback looked unreal. Rogers isn't exactly an upgrade on Big Pen, more like steak <laughs> instead of mince, or me instead of bear. <laughs> just, just, just want to thank you guys for the wonderful program you provide. I watch and listen to many American shows, and it's great to hear three intelligent, coherent voices talking about a sport I love. And to think, I only came across the podcast from going through Jamie's search history. Three hairy slobs blow each other. (laughs) (laughs) I might have changed a word or two in there. Clearly, it was like you're a bit artistic there. He was distressed about. (laughs) He was distressed about the Steelers' loss. 
Can I put something out there? Great laugh. Mm -hmm. You can. Yeah, absolutely. We all knew they weren't going to be good and Ben looked bad at the end of last year. And Mm. they didn't address that in any way. They got Najee Harris to help him. But yeah, that's but they still didn't take a QB in the second only round. Had one year left in him. Haskins is the future. I'm on the Steelers. I'm I'm, I'm back on them. I've decided. I'm on them. I think they're really. No, is this a feeling? Your, put them in your look mulligan. At, look at the name of the uh, the name of the show tonight up in the top left hand corner, guys. It's called the NFL Show Dash Steelers Suck. For <laughs> 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 reason, we they, can't see that. They I can't bad. see that, but I'm sure it sounds funny, Joe. Yep, good they job. bad. They're a bad team, and seriously, I look forward to them. I, I, I want them to win to get him up again, so then we can see him crash again. But Question, though, Jay, do you actually think that Ju- that Juju actually said it's a Ben problem, or did you think he actually said it's something else? Who said it's a Ben? Oh, so they had a, they had a, they had a piece of footage where they were literally on on Juju Smith-Schuster, mm. and it was just after they had, that had an absolute three-and-out shit series, and he literally mouthed, it's a Ben problem to one of the other players, and then the media just went off on it. Basically, sure. um, I haven't even seen this, but I'm sure he did. It is a Ben problem. He missed Juju Smith-Schuster on a fucking wide open touchdown. Like absolutely, he, he, his arms going. Like it's not gone, mm. but it's it's not great anymore. It's not the same. His he mobility is like a Boeing seven four seven. Like literally, I genuinely feel sorry for him. I feel as sorry for him as you do for Urban Meyer. Like I just feel sorry <laughs> for him. I, I think, think you feel more sorry than that. Lisa had a good joke last week. She goes, God, it's like watching a um a road train trying to trying to do a U-turn. It is. It's, it's dreadful. It's fucking it's dreadful. so true. The O line is awful. And which is what we predicted. They're exactly That's true. So, uh, our fun segment next week is we are what they thought they were. The Steelers are exactly what everyone thinks they were. Well, everyone but the Steelers organization. And, and they've Mark. got great receivers. So Got great receivers. Najee Harris can play, and he's decent. You've got a terrible O-line, and their defense is good. You've got a terrible O-line, and their quarterback cannot get anything going. So it starts. Until... At, it absolutely starts at the quarterback play, because if yeah. the quarterback can't get anything moving and can't hit your star receivers, then you're absolutely stuffed. Um, and I think that they made a big mistake of not actually investing. And I don't think Mason Rudolph, um, with his new shaped face, is actually going to be able to <laughs> actually take the reins. We will um, see. You know, he doesn't even know how to put his helmet on properly. Like he, yep. every game, he needs someone to put his helmet on properly for Miles him. Miles Garrett tried to put it on for him. Exactly, and he is an excellent player. He should have listened. <laughs> if, if, if I gave you the over under of three games till Dwayne Haskins plays, would you take the over or under three and a half? Has to be over. The Steelers are dumbasses. Yeah, I, I, right. I, I don't think they will, but they may as well. Like they may as well see <laughs> some of the fans and move on because their receivers are good. But the problem is they can't even hide him by running the ball. No. <laughs> like, I'm running either. No. And Dwayne Haskins is a mobile quarterback. So, look, you might find that when, when Big Ben puts his hand up because he's injured after he has been hit for the 55th time because he couldn't actually get out of the way of the very slow-moving truck in front of him, um, then he's going to be off injured with probably broken ribs or, or soreness or something, and then we might see Dwayne Haskins come in. Um, he loves but until then... Years, so. Yeah, exactly he's right. Mo- moving on. Comes that time of the year where we get four games in, and we just realize how bad some of our predictions are. We get our free mulligan one in the AFC and one in the NFC. Now, DJ, you weren't here for the pre game, nope. pre season, I should say, extravaganza. JA, I'll give you the mm. first one. AFC, we'll start with who've you got in that you now regret and want to replace? 
So what I did, Richie, to do this, I want to because I went back to my playoffpredictor.com website and it saves your thing and you can go back to the weeks and you can just change the weeks. So what I did is I went back to the first four rounds and I adjusted everything. I yeah, I adjusted everything to reflect what's happened the first four weeks. And I thought, you know what? Fuck it. I'm 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 gonna go off what it tells me. This is what it told me. Got no no pattern pen. The Colts are out. Go figure. Even though I had them losing two of those first games, I had them losing. Two, I had them going two and two. So they only they're only one loss less. But that knocked them out. Broncos in. So I'm rolling with it. Colts out. Broncos in. Now the Broncos said they are what we thought they were. Bridgewater got hurt today too, or yesterday too, which is bad news because. Drew Locke just holds on to the ball way too long, turns it over way too much. He's, yes, he's got a good arm, but shit, that guy's got the awareness of a cardboard box. Like He's got yeah. no idea what's going on. Um, that's a problem. Their defense is very good. Von Miller's back. They're elite defensively, so I think they'll still win enough games. Mind you, I'm only making the playoffs at, at 11 wins. They're not winning 11 and 6. They're not winning a ton of games. But that division said the Raiders are going to drop off according to, to what I think, and yeah, they're going to sneak in over the Colts. The Colts, you just you can't have a one and four start and zero oh and three start and and expect to get it. You just can't. With a hobbling quarterback in the backfield and oh, yeah. and Quint, and Quint, Quentin Nelson on IR, Nelson on IR, struggling. Receiver talent's low because Ty Hilton's hurt. Your defense has dropped off because defense year to year drops off, and we just you know it just happens is how it works. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm happy to take the Colts out. Broncos, I'm not sure. I think maybe like Dolphins or Patriots, I probably like a bit more over. But I'm going with what my thing said, and that's the, the Broncos in. Oh well, wow. what a good prediction. Yep, Richie, who's your AFC? Uh, we had, I can't remember if we had the identical teams or maybe one different. I think I had the Patriots in, whereas you had the Colts mm. in. I think that was about the only thing we had different. I'm really tempted just to leave it. You can. Um, you don't have to. If you're I wasn't confident. Super convinced. <clears throat> By the Patriots, I'm a little concerned. And the AFC West is just so open and loopy. Like we had I had two teams in anyway. Yeah. Chiefs and Chargers, we both had in. Yeah. Yeah. I've think Raiders or Broncos now. Well, I think they can. That's what I'm worried about. Raiders are good too. Raiders had had Raiders had a a good loss today to the Chargers, a very good Chargers team. And if they get in though, who do they take? Yeah. If they're in, who to bump out? So I got I, I think, I think the, Patriots. the only team I can drop out. I personally think, in, in, from my predictions, what is the Patriots? Yeah, but I think I'm going to leave them. I, I think, think I'm going to hold Gilmore steady back and not change my there. AFC. Oh, I, I think. think McCorkle needs a few more games. McCorkle puts a few more games together. He'll get more confident. And they are a system offense. At one point today, or something. Exactly just, right. They just don't let him make mistakes. Like it's a smart way to treat your rookie quarterback. Oh, bloody hell. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit over the hype. I'm a bit over the McCorkle hype. Um, there there shouldn't be any. Oh, he's almost yeah. checked down Charlie. I'm not going to call him that yet, but that's basically what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. He moves the chains. Like, he yeah. gets his four-yard four, four yard average completions. Like, And they're going to get healthier, too. They're going to get healthier. Anyway, yep. We don't want to talk about the yep. Patriots game. We've already done it tonight. Yep. <laughs> NFC. Jay, what do you got there, and what are you thinking you want to add? Let me get my book. Mm. I don't know why I wrote these down. There's only two teams. But anyway, I did my calculations. Beep, 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 typed them in. Nice. Quick maths. 49ers. 
they are out. Ooh. They still win 11 games. Oh, and miss out. That's rough. Because okay. I changed my Seahawks first four games. I had them going 0-4. They're 2-2. Two and two, two and, two. and they are they're going to sneak in. It basically comes down to this win today. They went on the road and beat the Niners, which we're going to, we're going to talk about later. So but did three come out of the NFC West? I, I had I had three coming yeah. out. And the Cardinals, yeah. kicking the living shit out of the Rams, which are going to come up later as well, projected them in because I had them losing that game. That's It's, it's literally one game. They are all... The, the Arizona Cardinals will finish, according to my record, will finish 12 and 4, 12 and 5, sorry. And everyone else will finish 11 and 6, and the Niners will miss out on a tiebreaker because the Panthers will go 12 and 4, according, 12 and 5, according to my record. Which, Whoa. hey, the Panthers wow, are going to win their large. next four games. I'm telling you, the Panthers are fucking. We predicted hot. that, though. We did. If you first said first eight on the prediction show, first eight. They're making the playoffs. They are. I so you don't think, JA, that the Giants, after getting their first win, is going to open the floodgates and they're going to take the NFC East? I'm more confident that Andrew Thomas becomes an all-pro than that happening. He's actually had a really good couple of weeks, to be honest. No, no, he hasn't. He he won't be an all-pro. No, he won't be at all. That's pretty easy. Um, (laughs) Being competent is not good. No, I think the NFC NFC West is the the highest, easily the highest talented division in in my eyes in the actual NFC. And they're super exciting to watch. The Cardinals, I think, are just absolutely flying. I think you you both had the Cardinals in, but it was as a wild card or a lower entry. No, you didn't. You chose the Vikings, Rich, instead. Yes, so I I got to get them in. Can I guess? Yeah, go. Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota definitely out. Now, problem here is I've already got the Rams 49ers and Seahawks in. Do it. So I'm now putting the entire West in because I have no choice because I've got to get the Vikings out of there and I've got to get Arizona in. Four games. They only need to win six more to probably Mm. make the playoffs. Seven to guarantee it. Wins in the bank early in the year. They're invaluable. They're like road wins. They can't take them off, as we always say. They can't take them off them. So they've won three, three road four. games. Three yeah, road games. That is crazy. So, look, they've been super impressive. Maybe Cliff Kingsbury isn't an idiot, um, and like we'll see. But that's certainly my move. So they're the. I'm making no change in the AFC. One change in the NFC. I like it. I think the Cardinals are home. I do. I do believe that. I do oh, believe. absolutely. And I think the Vikings was a stretch to begin with. That wasn't it, Rich, when you were going through your predictions. I was searching for somebody because I didn't want to put all four from the West in, but now I'm doing it anyway. Yep. The dumb yep. thing is the, the Vikings are like 10 points off being 4-0. and Like Literally, they score 10 more points in a few games. They, they well, have they had three overtime goal. games? Yeah, they, they they missed a field goal to beat the Seahawks, I think it was. Or they beat the no, Seahawks. Arizona. They a, no, they had the chance to beat Arizona and missed Arizona. the field goal. They, missed a field goal. they lost in overtime to the Bengals week one, which they should have won. <laughs> like they, they could easily be three and one, four and zero oh right now. Here's the thing, but you can't get them back. This is what we talk no. about. You can't. Like this is such a short season. This isn't um, the EPL. It's not the AFL. Mm. You can't lose games. NBA or anything. Yep. You, you can't. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or NBA or baseball. You mm. drop fifty games, make the playoffs. Yeah. You can't do it in the NFL. Games in the bank means so much in this game, and especially like, away games. Yeah, yeah, road that's games. Massive. 
It doesn't matter how you win on the road. It can be as ugly. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's walking away with a win. It is so important. Yeah. All right. Beautiful. Let's see how it Moving plays on. Out. It is I, I the, good. Yeah, it is the games of the week, JA. We are starting with you. Raiders 14, Chargers 24. Well, normally we wouldn't get the Monday night game in because we, 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 went a, we went a day later this week. So I thought I can't miss a chance. This was a really, really good game. First half, Herbert was on fire. They led 21-0 at halftime. Um, the Raiders got nothing going on offense. They go in at halftime and Gruden obviously tears shreds off them. And Derek Carr comes out looking like a different guy. They adjusted things. They attacked them in different ways. They scored two touchdowns, drove down, got in field goal range when it was 21 to 14, missed a field goal, and then the Chargers using Austin Eckler, who is so good. He's such a good football player. Um, he scored two touchdowns in this game, but he, he goes down, they ice the game, make it 28 to uh, 14. Derek Carr, unfortunately, throws interception. He was, look, let's be honest, he was just trying to throw it deep wherever he could just to try and score quickly. Two scores down the last quarter, four minutes ago, I think it was, so... Um, that was Derwin James, though, which is good to see him. Uh, Joey Bosa made some plays. He had a, he had a strip sack, which which he didn't recover. The, the Raiders recovered in the first half. But I think, one, this game showed me the Chargers, the real deal. Coming off a, a – that was a pretty rough loss last week for the Chargers. When did the Chargers lose to the Cowboys? That was last week, wasn't it? Last week. Uh-huh. Yeah, that feels like, feels like a decade ago. Yeah, that, that, that was a pretty tough loss for the Chargers. Um, so to come back – at home, which you know is really on the road when the Oakland Raiders are coming in. The old Oakland Raiders are coming in. There was a lot more Raiders fans there. Um, the way Herbert played, Allen, Eckler, they're just they're such a loaded offense. Their offensive line's really improved. Um, Herbert is a generational talent. I won't get sick of saying that. He's so he's so good to watch. But then on the other side, and, look, and Jared Cook's healthy. Like having a healthy Jared tight end is, is like a yep. really massive thing. And he was injured. He, what, he started his career at the Raiders. Um, he's been it, everywhere. No, he's been everywhere, he's but he's been everywhere. so injury prone. And he just showed today that he actually he can be a force when he's healthy and playing he's super, with her. He's super QB. But yeah, it, it, it just, and then the, the other thing was, I think that what this shows well is that Derek Carr is he's a bona fide top ten guy. The, what he did in the second half. Now he threw a bad pick at the end. And his first half was was really bad, but this shows me that he can go toe to toe. Now, do I think the Raiders are quite there yet as a playoff team? No, I think they need to fix some things, but. They're starting the right way. They've got their offensive line got absolutely pushed around today. It was not good, but they've got that's what they need to improve. Their defensive line's really good. Uh, I think Derek Carr's good. Josh Jacobs, I'm iffy on. He could be another poster boy to why not draft running backs in the first round. But they've got some good receivers. Um, the play that Hunter Renfro made as the punt returner when they ran a fake and he came down and tackled the the gunner who was wide open and, and blew the play up and caused a turnover. Um, they've got some really good guys on that team. Um, Darren Waller's unbelievably good. He's very fun to watch. He's the he's play, he's the best hunt in the league this season so far, in my opinion. The, what what he's doing, um, most targets, most receptions, most yards. So he's been outstanding. Him, him and Kelsey. So I'm really loving the Raiders. This was, this was a bad loss, um, but there's some good signs for a lot of good players. But in particular, Justin Herbert, man, I think the Chargers are going to the playoffs, and I think they're going to do it quite comfortably. 
I was going to say the Raiders actually they put up a. Luckily they came out at halftime and actually it seems like they recoached. Like they got to think of some schemes. They got because they were a bit shell shocked in that first half. Um, yeah. Whereas they came out. The fact that they got to come out and put two scores on them, um, I actually thought was really good against what we think is going to be one of the best teams in the NFL against the Chargers. So I'm actually pretty excited to see what Derek Carr can do with the Raiders. I still think that they actually are on the cusp of a playoff berth. Um, from our predictions, and I think that they're going three to be getting one. in. If not, yeah, that's it. Three and one, massive. Um, they've got an awesome home field advantage if you when we watch them at home, and this is an away game. So, um, I'm, I reckon that they'll definitely be knocking at the door when it comes to playoff time. Absolutely. Couldn't agree more, DJ. Speaking of that, let's go to your game: Seahawks twenty-eight, Niners twenty-one. Well. Now, this was an interesting game for a number of reasons. Firstly, uh, J.A., you got your prediction right from yesterday that the Seahawks would take that win going into the 49ers. Um, now, for, the, for me, this actually was a tale of two halves. We say that a couple of times now. Um, that first half, the actual 49ers kept the Seahawks to one score, which was late in the first half, keeping them to the lowest score um, that they've had in the entire season, keeping Russell Wilson to the lowest amount of passing yards he's had since round 13, I think it was, or round 15 it was from last year. And this Seahawks offense is actually the highest scoring first half offense in the NFL. The 49ers came out and actually stopped that for nearly an entire half. They had Jimmy G looking pretty good. his stats didn't actually state that he was doing overly well later. However, his first drive, he was 7 for 7 for 70 yards with a touchdown to the tight end, looking absolutely amazing. Um, and the second half, it was a completely different story. Unfortunately, Jimmy G being looking like an old man, but he's actually not, he actually tore his calves at some point in the first in the second quarter. And it was unfortunately the lunch tray that came out and took over in the second half. You could actually see that lunch tray, he made a few good plays, but he's you know, like his ratios were really bad when it comes to completion. He was scared to sit in the pocket because uh, Every time he sat in the pocket, he was trying to throw over very tall linemen. He probably needs to go to the Kyler Murray School of Passing. Um, (laughs) And he he batted down a few times. That defensive line learned very quickly to put their hands up and were quite successful at that. Look, he made a couple of really good passes. uh, He ran in a touchdown. Trey Lance actually looked pretty good. He looked pretty productive. Um, One of my exciting things for the 49ers was actually Trey Sermon. Um, out of the backfield, he was healthy this week, and he actually looked like he was quite good running in that Cole Shanahan uh, running scheme. Um, however, there, he also made three out of four fourth down conversions in the final half. So for me, I think there's some pretty good signs for the 49ers. Their defense, though, for the third week in a row, I think it is that they actually didn't get a defensive stop, or sorry, a defensive turnover. Um, Nicky Bosa got to the QB once, Um I think that they're actually looking at that defense having to do a lot more for them to be competitive. And I agree, J.A., I don't think that they're going to be getting into the playoffs either. Um, on the other side of the ball... It's a problem. Bosa is struggling yep. a bit. He's yeah. struggling. Coming, I, we've said this. How many... Oh, you haven't said it, but I've said it many times that coming back from a knee injury, it, you know, not. it's hard. People don't come back yeah. the same. Um, and he's struggling. He did get there once, which is great. Um, I might just go to the other side of the ball because I'll tell you what, the Seahawks are rolling. They are exciting to watch. Um, they've really found their balanced backfield now with Alex Collins. Alex Collins looked awesome today. Uh, he was able to just be that change of pace backman. Chris Carson just being the um, the pound, the ground and pound. Um, however, if you saw his pass to Freddie Swain, Freddie Swain, um, 
Russell Wilson. He was literally getting absolutely blitzed, getting smashed by the corner, Johnson. He did some weird-ass acrobatic move and then threw a touchdown, literally as he was coming off his back step after nearly getting his head taken off. Um, Russell Wilson, for me, is the real deal. He was able to really get that offensive offense going. They converted nearly all of their third downs in the second half. Um, they were able to then get their run game going. They looked like the balanced team in this in this um, playoff. Now, one thing was is that it was a very close game very close game in the end. However, Robbie Gould was injured at the start and our mate, Mitch Wisnowski, <laughs> for those who haven't listened, go back and listen. He was his Australian punter that was taken by the 49ers in the draft. Um, he had to do the, he had the kicking responsibilities in the team as well as the punting um, where he duh, 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 is the first Australian player in the history of the NFL to score a point. So he did kick an, uh, he did have a um, an extra point now, he did miss an extra point in a field goal, uh, which resulted in the 49ers having to go for it on their next two um, touchdowns. They only got Trey Sermon ran one in. And then Trey Lance, sorry, ran one in. Um, so I think that, unfortunately, the 49ers' defense have a, a fair way to go, um, whereas their offense is looking like it's developing. Debo Samuel, wow, he's awesome. Um, for me, it's Russell Wilson is going to drive these blokes into the playoffs. Um because I think they've got the balanced offense and they've got a very solid defense. Except for Jamal Adams completely blowing up one of the worst um, <laughs> one of the worst coverage oh, um, how bad was assignments that on Debo Samuel. <laughs> so yep. bad. And it was like he an 80-yard touchdown. It looked bad. He was looking and then he like yelled at everyone else. Fault. Then well, he took maybe, his helmet off and yelled at everyone wasn't. else. We don't know the play call. Yeah. Um, that is true. Move on. Good we game are to watch, pushing, though. We are did, pushing did, up against the time-wise. Did Trey not attempt to? Did Lunch Trey not attempt to pass? Yeah, he attempted many, many passes. He's not, he's not showing up in the box score. Yeah, one I'm he threw for. Oh, that's weird. That's all good. That's yeah. Obviously, this is NFL.com being it's good. good my good friend, Richie, it's your game yeah. now. Moving on, I took the Cardinals and the Rams. Very West uh, Coast centric. We've been this podcast. Um, <laughs> But I really want to talk about the Cardinals, and the main reason why um, is Kyler Murray. I might be oversimplifying it a little bit, but I thought he was spectacular for most of the day. He outdrew Matthew Stafford, who people who listen to the show know we love, um, but he outdrew him with his arms, his legs. He started 12 of 13, um, and that really kept Arizona in front, got them going early, and kept them in front for the whole day. I don't think it's overstating it to say he should be talked about in the MVP conversation. I, I know it's only four games, right now he is it. But he's got to be talked about, absolutely. Yeah. Cliff Kingsbury deserves a lot of credit. He's copped a lot of shit since coming from Texas Tech and everyone's saying, oh, you know, he's just a college guy, he just runs air raid, blah, blah, blah. He's really improved. Um, and he also leaned really heavily on that running game. Chase Edmonds and James Conner combined for 170 yards and a couple of scores. Um, I've heard people calling it thunder and lightning. Please don't do that. Um, <laughs> and, and the defense oh, played well as great. well. Didn't Jamie and Doyle give themselves that nickname? Oh, don't start me on those videos. They wanted to be called law and order. Um, that's it. <laughs> yeah. uh, and their defense was was good today. I thought guys like Buda Baker and, and, and um, Byron Murphy – both really stepped up when it mattered. They were frustrating um, Stafford all day, and they kept Cooper Cup 
relatively quiet, and he's been really good this year. Um, and the Rams, they just were a bit too slow out of the gates. McVay's offense has been really explosive this year, especially early in games. been catching a lot of teams, almost napping. Um, but they couldn't get it going today. Uh, sorry, on the weekend. They, he was out-coached for sure. I don't know if he was that coached, but the, they the, just started the Byron too Murphy interception where they tried to basically run that play to Deshaun Watson to Deshaun Jackson again. Jackson, yeah. And and he and he was all over it. He just slid across the field and they were looking for it. And that's where Stafford's got to get a bit smarter and go with like teams are gonna, you know, it's gonna run the same play every week for the same success. And Deshaun Jackson's he's okay, but there's better targets to be looking at more often than him. Um but yeah, that I think was, there was there was an element of out coaching in this game. Yeah. The last thing I want to leave you guys with is the Cardinals, um, they got a player called Max Williams with two X's. Double if this X. isn't the most awesome thing you've seen, it, it, they should win the Super Bowl because Max with two X's would get a Super Bowl ring. And I just love that. Uh, he used to play for the Ravens. He got drafted by the Ravens. He's, he's been around he, He's so cool. I'm not saying he's good. He's just got no, two X's. No, it's the name. <laughs> Yeah. If only that there's another M. Williams on the team and he actually gets like more letters next to his thing name. Oh, that would he be gets so the good. full thing. That would be <laughs> sick. God, the Cardinals look good though. The Cardinals look very, very They're good. They're fun. Really Someone fun. Was very fun. Him, the commentator was calling him Matt XX or something <laughs> like that. I couldn't stop laughing. You know the guy with the deep voice, the radio guy? The, it, I know we've talked about this numerous times, but if you are new to the yeah. show... Oh, the so radio good. commentators for the Cardinals are exceptional. The special the camera guy, I've forgotten his name. Um, it's not hard to find. I'm sure he was no. their fullback or something at he some was stage. A fullback back in the day, yeah. He's the most knucklehead football guy you'll it's ever meet. Best. He doesn't give you special comments. He'll just say something like, whoa, Kyler Murray, that's how you get it done. <laughs> He's the best. He's he so makes good. me laugh. His voice is um, outstanding. Uh, he's, uh, he's, he's very good. Upset of the week. Jets beat the Titans. We, 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 we talked we about it that. earlier. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're moving on. Last thing to finish what? on, because yes, we Jesus. don't have a Monday night preview, we will do a Thursday night preview. Oh. The Rams are headed to the Seahawks. One word answers, DJ. Seahawks. Home field advantage. They're both equal, both 50%, and go the Seahawks. J-A. That's more than one word. Rams coming off a loss. It's Rams NFL. too coming off a loss. They all J-A. Each other. Get us out of here. Thank you, everyone, for coming. Thank you, boys, for being here. Appreciate it. Thank you to Burnley Brewing, 648 Bridge Road, Richmond. Thing is going to start opening up again soon, guys. Get in there. Drink their delicious beer. Uh, eat their delicious food. Look after them. You'll, they'll certainly see us in there uh, very soon, as soon as we're allowed to. Um, Dark Horse Electrics, any electrical needs you need, get on to them. USSportsgear.com.au. You need any helmets, shoulder pads, replica, college helmets, anything you need, get in there, go to the website, check them out. And also, all our Patreons, thank you very much. I will announce the next month's giveaway. 10 bucks a month, get into a giveaway. We need two more to do two mini helmets or jerseys a month. Um, and there's also a, a box of Burnley Brewing. So if we get to 20, get two more, it'll be three, a three in 20 chance of winning. Right now, it's a two in 20 chance for 10 bucks a month, and you can win Quick yourself. Maths. A really, really cool helmet or signed jersey. And I've got some good ones coming, I tell you. There's there's some real good ones coming. So thank you to all them. Boys, thank you very much. And uh see you see you all Sunday night for the live show and next week. Pleasure. Boo Steelers. <laughs> <laughs>